0: Welcome back to a triumphant episode of A Pleasant Chat with your friend Charles. Honestly, it's the perfect word for such a day as this. Triumphant. Because, if I recall correctly, we all received an anonymous message that told us how A Pleasant Chat would no longer be here once this week got underway. But I look around my studio, it's still here. I see my own reflection in the glass, I hear my own voice over the speaker. I'm still here. And our chat is being broadcast all across the city, so if you're hearing this, obviously, you are still here. What does all of this combine to mean? Simple. A pleasant chat has yet again survived the paper threats of a fear-mongering coward. Congratulations to us, I suppose. But no, no, let's not spend any more time or energy on the matter. It's resolved and it was futile. Instead of wasting ourselves, let us haste onward into the future, into the beginning of yet another pleasant chat. To start us off, as has been my custom, Eclipse Day shall be here in one week. Since it is my last opportunity to do so, I shall once more advise you on just how to handle this situation. Bunkers, supplies, food, family, defences. There, that was easy, wasn't it? Simply acquire all of those things and do not show your face, and Eclipse Day will surely pass you by unmarked and almost entirely unnoticed. But because I fear that for many of you the danger of Eclipse Day has thus far seemed vague or distant, I would like to show you all exactly what can happen when you do not have one or more of the aforementioned survival materials... I believe that in weeks past I have mentioned that this is not the first eclipse date to hit Jubilee. No, in fact, another such event occurred on roughly the same day, exactly thirty years ago. We were less prepared for the eclipse and all that comes with it in those days. I hope desperately that we may avoid the circumstances that ran us over and beat us down almost to nothing when last the sun was blotted out by a blood-red moon." And so, because of this, I have taken a very important tape from the archive over at the Public Library of His Highness. This tape is an audio diary coming from the mouth of Walter Bunk, a former scientist and a renowned sceptic of the true danger of an occurrence like Eclipse Day. I say former because, well, just take a listen. All will become quite clear quite soon.
1: world is outside in the light. What little red light there is. I just hope I survive this thing, this, this eclipse. Things have to get better, right? Look, I'm, I'm recording this in case things don't get better. Maybe somebody will hear and, and know that not everybody turned into a monster on eclipse day.
0: There, now. There, there. It's all right. I understand if that was disheartening for you to hear. But even if I'd warned you that it was disheartening, I don't think it would quite have communicated the message I would like you all to carry from this. That message is straightforward enough. Do not be Walter Bunk. Do not be unprepared and then lost to what Eclipse Day does. And now, an admission. Of course I know what Eclipse Day does, at least in theory. I, luckily, had the good sense to lock myself away in a bunker while things destabilized. And while I know that it would perchance have been useful for you all to hear just exactly what to expect on Eclipse Day before a week from the event, I was afraid. I was afraid to relive those memories, the, the cries, the screams, the terror. I was afraid because I was young when it happened, and I feel no older with it approaching ever closer. But you, faithful listeners, you are a light for me. You are a light in the darkness, an inflatable lifesaver out in choppy waters. You keep me sane and brave and myself. For that, my dear, dear listeners around Jubilee at home, I am eternally grateful You give me the strength to go on and push past my fears. Being afraid is no great thing and conquering fear is no small feat. So for you, for all of you, I conquer my fears. Aha! Nothing, not even what looks like the end of the world can stop me now. So let's ride this momentum. Let us discuss what to expect on eclipse day. To begin, make no mistake about it. The eclipse that occurs on eclipse day sends out some kind of radiation. You heard it on the tape. It messes with the mind, makes it see things that are not there, and conversely become blind to the people staring innocently back at them. People you know, people you love, people you've never met. If they're in that low red glow from the sun and moon, they won't be themselves. They may not even be something recognizably human. So the first, most important thing for you will be to not go outside. Use the survival kit I mentioned last week if you have no access to a bunker, but above all, do not let your own mind be tainted by the radiation, and stay as far away as you are able from the crosshairs of those who enjoy that dread spotlight. I've been saying it from the beginning. Your eclipse day will pass easily if you simply follow these instructions. (sighs) Goodness me, what a rabbit hole we've fallen through so early in our chat. I've hardly had the chance to get to any of the other stories I've prepared for you, but for quite good reason. You now know more than I did on your first eclipse day. At the risk of being a tad jarring, let's change the mood entirely, shall we? In fact, let's go to something so innocent it can do nothing but melt your jubilant hearts. My first story this week comes from a little lemonade stand just outside Goodwater Park. If you're having a nice run or a warm, sweaty day in the sun, come to Lucy's Lemonade. This is not our sponsor for today's show, by the way, but rather a spotlight on a young girl who is doing much to help her community. Lucy Windle. An eight-year-old entrepreneur has vowed that all proceeds from her lemonade stand shall go directly to the funds of His Highness the King, so that he can have all the necessary resources to continue making his citizens' lives better every day. Isn't that just adorable? I myself visited Lucy at her stand, and I must say that lemonade is to die for. Lucy even gave me a short quote to share with you all. She says... I make lemonade to make people smile, and to help his highness be a good strong king." End quote. Lucy! Bravo! Simply bravo! Brava! However you take it, job well, well done. This, ladies and gentlemen, in case you were looking for an example, is how you act the part of a faithful, loyal citizen of Jubilee. Supporting your fellow citizen, and above all, supporting His Highness, which will reap reward far greater than anyone else could ever accomplish on their own. To Lucy Windle, I give the inaugural monthly gold star for citizenship. I know you will live up to that honour. In other news, an exciting discovery. Reports are coming in that prospectors down by the coast have discovered a number of ancient relics from civilizations long past. As we are based in what could once have been called the United States of America, it is to be expected that sometime or another we will come across the hallmarks of that institution. The hallmarks discovered here under the coast are unmistakably the equipment for that ancient art called baseball. A large wooden club, a small woven ball, both buried deep into the sand. Ah, uh, there is little mention of the sport in our records, but I should certainly say that I'd like to see it played some day. There, as I'm talking, I have decided it. Once Eclipse Day is over, I am going to petition His Highness's Recreation Office to institute the first ever Jubilee Baseball League. The rules can't be that difficult to come up with, can they? and I am sure that it will be quite the win for Jubilee's youth population, with yet another wonderful avenue to display their talents. If you agree with me on these merits, feel free to send in a letter of support, and even if you do not, I would greatly appreciate the opportunity to hear back from my beloved listeners. Now then, this is normally the part of the show during which I would read a message sent in to me from one of you beloved listeners, but I have quite the surprise for you. This week, His Highness the King himself has sent me personally an audio message to share with you. Please, enjoy yourselves, bend a knee, and listen to this glorious message from our glorious King. What? What are you doing here? Who are you? No, no! Unhand me, heathen! Hello? This thing on? <laughs> uh, this is a message from the Freedom Society of the Apocalypse. Don't worry, we're not going to hurt your friend Charles. Not yet, anyway. Since you're listening already, you might as well tune in next week. I'll give a pleasant chat the send-off it deserves. One more week till we stomp Jubilee straight into the ground. Till then, happy hunting. Play the music, fire, Hey everybody, I'm Michael Hendricks, the writer and producer of this show, as well as every voice you hear on it. The saga of Jubilee has almost come to an end, but there is still one more episode left. If you want to see what Eclipse Day is all about, come on by. We'd love to have you. Have a lovely day.